Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Loudmouth Radio, and it's another fantastic evening in the house of Loudmouth Radio Studios. And we're always, always feeling so privileged to be able to uh, broadcast to our listening audience. And tonight is no different, and uh, we're just really glad to be able to be able to be here today. Even though it's been a rainy, gloomy-ish day, uh, it's still been a good day. And we're actually in the Loudmouth Studios in the Atlanta metro area. So we hope that everyone is having a great day, had a great evening thus far. So if you're getting ready for dinner or you had your dinner, hopefully this will give you some good fill-up. This show, The Bare Truth, Love, Life, Sex, and Flowers with Jazzy Jones is live, as usual, at 8 p.m. on Tuesday nights. And we are glad to know that we're going back into rotation for our fall season on Loud Mouth Radio, which kicks off September 30th with your Faithful Monday night show, the Universal Mind with Roderick Watkins. I know he's excited about getting back on the air. Jazzy's just been plucking my nerve. Um, I know she's ready to to go back full throttle. And uh, we're, of course, very happy to just give you an update, let you know what's been going on over our summer as well as find out what's been going on with yours. And we're just really excited about um, some of the things that we've been able to do over the summer as we're growing into almost our first full year as a radio network online, and uh, it's really exciting as a producer to talk about some of the things that we're doing each and every week, and tonight is no exception. So we're going to make sure that um, we just try to stay connected. So if you're listening um, with us tonight and you're online with us, we are locally live at blogtalkradio.com slash loudmouthradio. You can actually call our studio number at 347-826-7520 and get the accessibility to communicate with us live on air. And if you're online and you want to uh, actually chat with us, we are live um, on online chatting tonight. So hopefully um, you're able to interact with us either way. And tonight is not going to be an exception. We definitely want to hear from you. So, again, that studio number is 347-826-7520. And if you're on Twitter, you can tweet and Instagram us at Loudmouth, L-O-U-D-D-M-O-U-T-H, as well as on Facebook, Loudmouth Online. So what we want to make sure everybody's able to do is to connect with us. If you have online chatting questions, we are open to be able to um, bring those to attention and share them with our listeners. And also, if you would like to email us, you can email us at loudmouthmedia at gmail for anything that you would like to know about upcoming. Um, This weekend is going to be a busy weekend in Atlanta. There's the BET Awards. Um, There's quite a bit going on. So uh, Jazzy's going to, you know, clue you in. But I definitely want to share with you guys some of the upcoming things and definitely give attention to our media partners. Um, Bright Car Spa at 360 Edgewood Avenue in the Atlanta, Georgia area. 
always bring in the best when it comes to hand car wash and wax. They're actually open every day, seven days a week from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. If the weather is permitting, a day like today, unfortunately, I know it's not a day that they can actually go out and play. But uh, we want to make sure that you're able to connect with them at brightcarspa.com, which is B-R-T-E-C-A-R-S-P-A.com. They're offering our listeners some fantastic opportunities to get the car detail for mini detail and hand wax and wash for $60. And if you also just want to do something basic, you have an option to have a $20 in and out wash if you let them know that you heard that Astro Special on Loudmouth Radio. So make sure you do that. And there are also some great supporting sponsors of an upcoming event we have. Loudmouth Market and Entertainment Group is um, really good about this event, October 10th, 2013, at the 444 Theater, which is located at 444 Highland Avenue, uh, northeast in the Atlanta area, right next to the Atlanta Medical Center. Uh, Sunny's Loudmouth Comedy Presents Relax and Laugh Thursdays is a kickoff for a once-a-month event where you actually can come out and hit some great comedy and jazz and R&B. So tonight um, we want to make sure our listeners are aware of that information. You can go online. Um, just Google Loudmouth Comedy, and you'll see our information come up. We have our tickets online at eventbrite.com. So you get a chance, look it up online, and uh, we'll actually be doing some giveaways tonight. I know Jazzy's going to clue you in on more of that. So we also want to recognize um, Auto Amazing Autos located in Stockbridge, Georgia, but they're able to provide you with um, luxury and domestic vehicles. They are a great option for buy here, pay here, as well as finance options for you to help to find your next vehicle. And you can find them online at automazingautos.com. So without further ado, I'm going to bring your actual host in for the evening, Ms. Jazzy. Hello, everyone. How are you? How are you? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the show this evening. I am so glad, as I usually am, every Tuesday to be joining you, the listeners that I love and adore. I'm going to tell you to do what I'm doing, which is kicking back my feet, putting them up as I talk to you, grabbing my choice of beverage, which is usually hot tea. Tonight, I think I'm just going to have water. I've had so much coffee and tea, it's ridiculous. But you grab your favorite beverage call a friend or a couple of thousand, and let's talk about stuff. This show is called The Bare Truth, Love, Life, Sex, and Flowers, and I can't wait to go back on our regular segment where we cover every single thing because during these summer uh, special editions, we have not been doing my favorite flower, and so I miss them. But got a lot of good, good things to tell you. Tonight's show actually is going to be about the power of the written and spoken word. Yummy. So we're going to have some really fantastic authors that are going to come and speak with us, and some spoken word hopefully is going to be done on this evening's show. It's amazing when people begin to uh, talk about what they believe in and their passions. It just takes over and the room goes silent. It is absolutely amazing. Amazing. But anywho, I am going to tell you a couple of good things that are going on. And Sunny kind of began to tell you about what we are doing. And one of the things that we're doing here at Loudmouth Radio is the Relax and Laugh Thursdays that she told you about. When I say the music and the comedians are absolutely a hoot, 
wonderful sounds from Al and the ATL band. They are so good. Oh, my God. I just wish I could hum or sing like them because you would just be blown away. But if I do it, you might hang up and not call in, so we don't want you to do that. And also the comedians. You know, I posted earlier about that show and said laughter is better than medicine. Sometimes, you know, we take all these drugs, we do all these things, and, you know, if we just laugh, we just smile about it. Most of the time, we totally forget what it is that sent us into dysfunction or, you know, hardship or stress. So that particular night is going to be a whirlwind of fun. So I'm excited about it. I can't wait. That's August 10th at the 444 um, Theater. And most of you don't know about that theater because it's new, and it is so beautiful. It's a great place to have an event um, like the one that we're having. And so look forward to seeing all of you there. Most of you missed out on the advance tickets that were the two for 35 but I do know right now there are still tickets, promotional tickets for $20, um, but you have to get those physically. Um, I know if the producer is going to do something different online, but I know she had an online special. But anyway, so that's that. And then we are also very fortunate to have uh, Loudmouth Radio sponsoring a wonderful event that's coming up next year, so you have time. If you want to be a vendor, you have opportunity to do that. It's going to be a wedding expo, which we're really excited about, and that's through one of the companies that I have, and I'm so, so fortunate to work where I am celebrated in the other things that I do besides being a host on this show. And so it's going to be April 13, 2014, so if you're getting married, you want to definitely tap into that, send us in your information. It's going to be called the Bearheads Wedding Expo. And Loudmouth has given us just full throttle to promote that, sponsoring that, and it's helping us to give a wonderful, deserving couple that has survived cancer an opportunity to have their wedding sponsored, their honeymoon sponsored, photographs, rings, shoes, attendance, the whole nine. We're so excited. We've already gotten some really, really great feedback, and we've gotten some sponsors already. So really excited about that. That's upcoming. upcoming. So you will hear and see a lot of wedding stuff on our blog and hearing us talk about it. The contest for that will start next month. There's going to be a cake contest. So for all of you cake decorators, you know, get, get in line and get ready. So we'll we'll keep you posted about all of the events that are coming up. As she stated, our brother, our friend, our co-host, Roderick Watkins will be back on the show. Yay! I've missed my brother. Hi, Rod. He's doing some great things, writing a book, starting his consulting, restarting it here. And so he's doing some really awesome things in the city of Atlanta. So we're very fortunate to have all of these um, fantastic opportunities and things going on. So really, 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 really pumped up about the new things we're going. We're getting some new staff, some new interns, some new help. So hopefully here at Loudmouth Radio you'll start to hear a smoother groove and excellent sounds and we won't have so many difficulties and technicalities. And if we do, you know how we do. We'll laugh about it, we'll talk about it, and we'll move on. And hopefully we can continue to bring you 
all of the wonderful things that we've been doing and even better. Continue to send us things that you are interested in and are excited about so that we will be able to hear you as a listener and know exactly what it is that you want us to do, okay? But tonight's show, again, it's going to be talking about authors. It's going to be talking about spoken word and why we love it so. You know, sometimes for me, you can give me, like I said during my birthday, you can give me a card with beautiful words, and I am totally just done. I don't even have to have a big present, but I do love words. They move me. They make me feel happy. They make me feel sad. They make me feel, and I think that's the ultimate thing about it, is that words move us. And so we wanted to bring on, we've had these shows before, but, you know, people are constantly getting and sending um, and writing new material and new information. And so we want to be able to say what's coming up, what's new, and give the listeners exactly the power of the spoken word, the power of the written word. So, and I'm reading at the same time, so if I sound a little distracted, because I'm trying to do 2,000 things all at one time. We have people texting us, and this is why I'm saying yay, high five to all of our new help so that we don't have to do all of the, all of the things at once. But we're going to bring in, in just a few minutes, one of, to, for me, a new author. He's not new, but he's upcoming and looking to be one of the best that has come out in a very long time. So very fortunate to have been connected with um, this particular author who has the sexiest books right now. Mr. Terry Benson is going to come on the line in just a few to talk about his old works, his new works, and I'm excited because a mutual friend of ours reached out and said, hey, I want you to to look into um, an author that I know. And I said, okay, you know, no problem, because we all are always asking that you send in, you know, things that you're interested in. So I went on his website, open, you know how you go to Amazon. He's on Amazon, y'all. He's on Amazon. So we uh, I opened up his book and started reading, and I was already like, okay, I'm hooked. I am hooked, and I definitely want him on the show. So I know he's on the line. So we were going to bring in Ms. Terry Benton and let him talk to us and give us little excerpts of his life and his writings and his book. So we're going to welcome to Loudmouth Radio, The Bare Truth, Love, Life, Sex, and Flowers, Mr. Terry Benton himself. Terry, how are you? I'm good, Debbie. How are you? I am doing so well. I'm so excited to have you on the show. That's good. Thank you for having me. I'm very glad to be here. You're welcome. We I've been posting and seeing all of the people congratulating you and talking about the book and, oh, my God, when is the next one and what other projects you're working on. So tell us everything about yourself. Tell us the tea about who you are. And I, I kind of posted a little bit of your your bio, but for the sake of the ones that were not able to read it, give us your uh, rendition of you. Okay, well, I am 
from a small town in Georgia called Sylvania. Um, most people don't know where it is, but if you don't, I don't know. <laughs> don't feel, don't feel right outside of Sylvania. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I've been in Atlanta for about 11 years now. And, you know, if you would have asked me five years ago, you know, if I thought that I would have wanted to be an author, I would have thought you were crazy. But, you know, um, a couple of years ago, you know, like I was into poetry, and, you know, I did that for a while, and I kind of fell off, and I got busy with school. And mm-hmm. then one day, you know, I was going through some things, and, like, the all of a sudden, like, just the feeling came over me to just, you know, write it down. So I just started writing. And then before I knew it, you know, I had a chapter, and I was like, you know, this sounds good, so let me just keep going. And, um, it eventually developed into, into my first book, which is called Taylor to an Empire. And um, wow. you know, that book took me, about, it took me about two years to write, and I released it in October of last year. And um, it's the first entry in the trilogy called the Empire Trilogy. And um, the book opens with the main character, Russell Wright, and he's sitting in his car and he's contemplating committing suicide. And he's thinking about, you know, all the things that he's been through in his life and dealing with, you know, family and friendships and relationships and health issues. And, you know, he's just ready to end it all. And so at the end of the prologue, he asks himself, you know, at 23, how the hell did I get to this point? And so the book goes back to his childhood and basically follows his life and comes full circle up to the point where, He's sitting in the car getting ready to end it all, and, you know, it answers the question, how did he get to that point and what will he do? And um, Uh that book has been an amazing journey for me. It's like when I first did it, I had no idea Uh how much people would love it and how everyone fell in love with it how relatable it was. And I was like, you know, for the second book, you know, I want to do something different and and I want to do something hip and fresh and I want to take you know, the readers in a place where they, you know, mm-hmm. where they didn't even foresee this series going. And so that's when right. I came up with the idea to do Stiletto Mafia, which takes place um, six years after the events of Prelude to an Empire. And I actually just released Stiletto Mafia last week on Tuesday. So they're both available on Amazon.com. Let me tell you, like I said uh, initially, um, when I first got the information from Ashton, and Ashton, kudos for you for telling us about Terry. But, and you know, and I contacted you, and I was like, okay, can I read it? Because I've, we've been so swamped with um, so many events. It's just been absolutely ridiculous. And so I didn't have a whole, whole lot of time because we've been doing a lot of special editions. So, you know, I politely like, okay, I love to read. Let me Let me skim through. And as I'm skimming, I'm like, Okay, I'm ready for the next piece. I'm ready for <laughs> where's the next sentence? The next sentence, and, and knowing I would not really have a whole lot of time to sit down to read the whole book, but I can't wait. And then when I was supposed to pick up the book this weekend, my knee decided to do some you know twerking of its own. I could have been on my own show with my knee and had my own you know slander going all over the world with the way my knee felt. So I wasn't able to get out and get the book, but I cannot wait to sit down and read it. You are just talented. That's all I can say. For those of you that have not read it, like I have not read the full the full book yet, and I can't wait to do so, please, please, please go get the book. Now tell us, how did how did the gap for you 
you know how some people go right into writing that second book. They go right into mm-hmm. still feeling those emotions, still feeling, you know, the high of that first book. What was it like to have the space in between? Like you said, you know, when you when you write that first book, you have that, wow, I didn't know I was going to impact as many people, especially if it's about subject matters that are real. You know, mm-hmm. if it's not that that fiction piece, but if it's, something that somebody really is relating to and you not knowing that it was going to be such a whirlwind, what was it like now for you? You've gotten the bugs out. You've gotten all of the, wow, this was great. How did you go into that next writing? How was it easier? Was it, you know, did you have that writer's block or was it just that ease of saying, okay, now I know how to do this. Now I can pick up and go to the the next phase. Yeah, I would definitely say it. in some ways it was easier and in some ways it was more difficult. You know, it was easier because, you know, Prelude to an Empire was my first novel. So, you know, that took me a minute to, you know, get into, you know, everything as far as writing and developing the story and the characters goes. So by the time I got to Stiletto Mafia, you know, I had some experience under my belt and, you know, you know that aspect of putting together the book was easier. But then it was also difficult because... I, like, inadvertently set the bar so high with Prelude mm-hmm. that I, mm-hmm. I found myself scratching my head, like, how am I, like, I can't disappoint these people that, you know, went out and, you know, paid for the book and, you know, read it and loved it and identified with it and, you know, they cherished it and the characters. I was like, you know, I really, like, Stiletto Mafia was a risk for me because I was like, I really want to do this. And I remember sitting <laughs> down and having a conversation with Ashton and, I was to, after I wrapped up Prelude and um, I was talking to him and I gave him the premise of Stiletto Mafia and he was like, I don't know, <laughs> you know, you're scaring me with that one and he'll tell you I always scare him with my ideas and I'm just like, just wait a minute, just let me get it out there, let me write it down, right, and right. I promise you you'll like it. <laughs> so like, once I got into it and I got everything together, you know, I was still able to provide that, like, fresh, unique story, but still hold on to, you know, that relatability and, you know, like, the driving action and the drama that people love so much in Prelude. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Well, I definitely want you to, if you will, because I know some people write, they don't always read, but I would love for you to read um, us a few lines, and you can stop you know, where you feel moved unless you go too long and try to read the whole book and then we'll mute you. But um, if you would read some of that, uh, of the, your new piece, and we'll let people go back and have to buy the second, the first book. Okay. Um, let me see. The first thing that comes to mind is um, basically the premise of Stiletto Mafia is that um, the main character, Russell White, has these group of girls surrounding him that, you know, and they call themselves the Stiletto Mafia. And he's replaced the void in his life and his biological family with these girls. And, you know, as the main storyline of Stiletto Mafia develops, what I've done is I have sections of the book where we go back and explore each of these girls in the Stiletto Mafia and explore their background. Mm-hmm. And, um, one of the first girls that whose background we explore is um, Armani. So I'll read you mm-hmm. just a little bit of oh, yes, her. Oh, yes, Armani. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so 
up. My parents were very strict second-generation Chinese immigrants. They traveled here with my grandparents when they were young in hopes of escaping the brutal winters in China and for the prospect of prosperity in the States. After struggling to acclimate to a completely new and different life in the United States, they eventually learned English and managed to speak more intelligently than people that have lived here their, their entire lives. As intellectual as my parents were, they had the tendency to be very ignorant when it came to anything different from their strict Chinese culture, much to my personal detriment. I learned how to speak Mandarin as well as English at a young age, which was very important to my parents as they insisted that I remain connected to my Chinese heritage. It definitely made speaking with my relatives back in China a lot easier during holidays and special occasions when my parents would phone home. Despite our culture frowning upon the birth of female children, my father loved me dearly. I cherished my relationship with my father at a young age. To this day, I often reminisce of the old Chinese fairy tales that he recites me at night before bed. He never tired of telling me some of the same tales over and over, no matter how often I requested no matter how often I requested them. I know that my mother loved me as well, but sometimes I felt as if it were more in principle than in her heart. When she wasn't helping my father run his restaurant business, she was home instructing me on how to become a proper Chinese woman so I could care for a husband and family of my own someday. We spent countless hours shopping at the local Chinese market, hauling 10-pound bags of rice and picking through authentic vegetables, spices, and herbs that we caught home to transform into delicious dinners for our family. Education was the only thing that was more important to my mother and father than family. My Saturday and Sunday mornings were often spent locked in the study where my mother forced me to read and write. The penalty for disobedience or failure was a sharp blow on the top of my hand with an old family rod that she called her glee. As much as I loved my father, I despised him turning a blind eye to my mother's relentless rules and structure. Under my mother's cruel tutelage, I became one of the brightest students in my grade school classes, but I also learned how to outsmart her. I'd often heard her. I'd often heard people say that strict parents create sneaky children, and I can personally attest to the truth in that statement. Mm. So, um, yeah, I, I don't want to tie up your line because I, I can read the whole chapter, but um, but no, I love the fact that you can make me feel like I'm somebody else or I'm somewhere else. And I think that that's the key, like I was saying earlier, the key for me is make me go somewhere, make me feel like I'm that person or I have that experience. Mm-hmm. And that's what you do for me. You know, that's that's what you give me. So I'm so proud of you. I'm so, so Thank proud you. of you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Tell us, other than, other than Amazon, where can we find your book? Is it anywhere local? Well, actually, it's just available online at Amazon, um, but it's also okay. available. It's in um, paperback as well as Kindle. So if you have Kindle or Kindle apps oh. on your um, on your smart devices, then you can get it there as well. Fantastic. Now, I know we're going to do a giveaway. I know which one of the books did you want to, to give to? Uh, we're going to let our, our listeners know how they're going to be able to win a book, but which one of the books did you want to? All for your listeners. Oh, we're going to give away both. We're going to give away a copy of Billy oh. to an Empire as well as the Little Mafia. Okay, y'all heard that. We're giving you two books by this upcoming 
best-selling author in the whole United States and the international world. Now, that's what we're wishing for your life. That's what we're wishing for your life. So we're going to tell you how that that's going to happen, but they're going to have to call in. So, Terry, this is what I need you to do. Go and let everybody know that they are going to have to call in. We're going to give you, stay on the phone and listen. When we give you the, the cue, and you're going to know, they have to call into the show to get the books. But I want you to stay on the phone because we have um, we have another author, and I want you you guys to know about each other because she's amazing too. Her name is Bobby White, and she is incredible. But tell us again the name of the two books that you are going to give out. I have them on Facebook, but I want you to, to say the names again. Okay, the the first book is Prayer to an Empire, and the second book mm-hmm. is The Little Mafia. All right, and you heard it right here on loudmouthradio.com with our author, Terry Benton. And so we are going to now have our Miss Bobby White, who is in her own right just simply amazing, come in. And and we've been playing phone tag all week, so we're very fortunate to have her join us. Bobby, are you with us now? Let's see. Let's see. See if we can get her in, in and out of the queue. Hey, it's Robin G. Can you hear me? Yes. Hi. Hi. How are you? How are you? I'm doing well. Doing well. Welcome. 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 So glad to have you on. Thank you. It's been a long time since I've talked to you, Jazzy. I know. I know. We we've been playing. Hi. How are you? Touch bases. You know, doing your travels, my travels, but you know what? Spirit always has a way to reconnect spirit to spirit. Absolutely, absolutely. So tell us every single thing about your entire life. No, that would take like two more years, and so we can't do that. So tell us everything about what you have been doing with your writing, your speaking, and guys, you're in for a treat. This one right here. This, mind you, let me let me let you all know, like I do. Loudmouthradio.com is internet radio, so we don't have filters. So this is a very grown and sexy, and you know this is the bare truth, love, life, sex, and flowers. So we talk about it all. So I wanted to say that before Miss Bobby starts to talk about her books, her readings, and her and her life experiences. So Bobby, give us a whole lot about you. You make that disclaimer sound like there's going to be some uh, dirty erotica <laughs> and sexual stuff happening up in here. Um, oh, I, I like well, we know. You put that Look, I know who some of your camp. friends are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, I've been around for a while, um, and um, I'm back this year with uh, some new work. Um, and last year was some new work, and I've got uh, oh, quite a few books coming out between now and 2015. Um, let's see, what, what, where do I start? Um, I am a former publisher for King's Crossing Publishing, um, Lambda yes. Literary Award winner. Um, we published Sky, C.C. Carter, Penny Micklebury, among others, Abigail Sewell. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, lots of folks around the country um, are familiar with my work from there um, and with my work with Drag King Sluts and Goddesses in Boston and right. New York and um, with uh, 
Sweet Black Molasses, my band that toured around the country uh, doing various prides and black gay prides, as well as my play Panty Liners, which ran for Theater Offensive in Boston. Oh, my God, uh, I wanted to see that so bad when you announced it. <laughs> and, you know, I'm hoping to bring that back. I, I've got a film that we're working on from one of the pieces that was included in their uh, True Love. And uh, I'm hoping that we'll be able to to bring that to one of the film festivals uh, at some point soon. I am um, the Georgia Author of the Year Award finalist and Chicago Literary Award winner for my first book, Reflection of the, I'm sorry, the Resurrection Collection of Work, which was uh, uh, described as um, Whitman-esque by the American Library Association. I am a former Estrella Foundation judge, uh, Urban Media Makers Award winner for some of my children's work, and a Writers of Color fellow at uh, City University of New York Writers of Color uh, retreats um, at, uh, uh, where was it, Valcor. When you have to stutter, and it, that means you have done like a whole lot. I would have yeah, just said, and stuff. so my name is Those Jazzy are... Jones, and I write. <laughs> <laughs> Those are some of the, the highlights. Yeah. Of, and um, there's, you know, lots of really wonderful work out there, and I'm just really yeah. honored to be among the living writers who continue to do my work. Uh, the other two books that I have out currently are Reflections of Life Lost Spence, which is a collection of poetry that looks at transformation. Uh, being a older woman who's been through some life transitions, divorce, uh, breakups, long-term relationships, death of parents, right. aging parents, loss of children, those sorts of things. Um, I look at the ways in which those life events transform us and bring us closer in connection to one another and closer in connection uh-huh. in a spiritual sense to um, our understanding of higher power at work. And first breath is my collection of erotica, both poetic and prose, that looks at the black lesbian experience from a variety of perspectives, older, younger, uh, small, large, and thick, you name it, we got it. Um, the next right. one that is out is um, Amphiloskepsis. Certainly on my oh. blog, the same name, Amphiloskepsis by Bobby at blogspot.com, which is musings about life. Um, and Amphiloskepsis takes a look this uh, particular, these two particular books, Amphiloskepsis Guided Writing Journal. And on um, Philoskepsis, um, uh, Affirmations book takes a look at life through the lens of the 12 powers of man by Charles Fillmore, who is credited with the founding of the Unity Movement, um, which is a New Thought church. Um, and so I look at ways in which we can empower ourselves through the use of these ideas of who we are as human beings and how we operate in the world through 
faith and love and understanding and the 12 powers as they're outlined by Charles Fillmore. Wow. Wow. Fantastic. Well, Obama, hang on just one second. We're going to come right back. We've got to stop and, and, and thank our sponsors and our media partners so that we can stay online. So we'll be right back. I want you to hang on because I definitely want you to continue on this journey. Read some of your your excerpts of beautiful and wonderful and just give us a minute. We'll be right back for a commercial break. You're live listening to Loudmouth Radio. We want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in this evening on the Bed Truth, Love, Life, Sex, and Flowers. This actual show is being sponsored and supported by Bright Car Spa of 360 Edgewood Avenue in the Atlanta area. We want to make sure that you're able to know that they can actually put their hands on your car and keep it clean. So stop by and see them seven days a week, 360 Edgewood Avenue, and they're also online at brightcarspa.com, B-R-I-T-E-C-A-R-S-P-A. Dot com, and also on Facebook at Bright Car Spot Atlanta. We also want to take the time to recognize Auto Amazing Autos, your opportunity to get a luxury car that you can afford and feel good about. You can contact them online at AutoAmazingAutos.com. And all our listeners, as you're tuning in this evening, you have an opportunity to win a book by author Terry Benton. So make sure you stay on air with us and listen in. He's giving away two of his books to our listeners tonight, Prelude to an Empire and Stiletto Mafia. So you have an opportunity to call in at 347-826-7520 while we're on air within the next 45 minutes to have an opportunity to win these books. And we will be back with you in just a sec. Here's your host, Ms. Jazzy Jones. Okay, thank you very much, very much. We are actually on the Bear Truth Love, Life, Sex, and Flowers with myself, Jazzy Downs, as well as Miss Bobby G. And we were on earlier with our beloved Terry Benton, who is going to give away two of his books for the evening. And we're going to let you know in just a few how you're going to be able to win those. But we want to continue with um, Bobby letting us know about her new works. Um, I know you have some children's books that I'm very proud to see that reflect brown faces and and beautiful um, and beautiful things that we want our children to connect to. So tell us, how did you start writing the children's books? Well, these books actually are written by R. L. Young and mm-hmm. are published. And my publishing company, uh, Sunset Print Okay. 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 Um, okay. And so they are, uh, we have a series called uh, God Like Me and a mm-hmm. series called uh, The Naptime Adventures of Princess Sanaya. And so these books, <laughs> these books are empowering uplifting, encouraging. The God Like Me series is um, is an opportunity for parents and educators to read to their children and answer questions about God. The book doesn't really answer any questions about God, but um, gives parents the opportunity to help children identify how they are like God, how God is like them um, through uh, the eyes of this little five-year-old girl named Raven. 
who has some very extraordinary questions um, uh-huh. and really is looking for answers from her godmom. And so in the first book she hears that she is a reflection of God and she tries to understand what that means and is told that um, she should look in the mirror. And she will, and she does. And in the illustrations, the book has been illustrated by um, a gentleman from Boston named Usman, who is uh-huh. a protege of Paul Goodnight. And so they look at these these illustrations. You see this very pretty little girl who's looking in the mirror and sees a princess reflected back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really that's the one. I I love that. Yeah, it's a powerful, powerful image. I think that R.L. has done an extraordinary job of bringing to life um, God through the eyes of a child. And I'm really excited about the author and her work and um, the other books that she has coming out. In The Naptime Adventures of Princess Sanaya, um, we're looking at a little girl who um, named Sanaya who believes that she has magic power within her to become anything that she wants to be. Um, usually this happens at nap time when her mother's trying to put her to bed and so has Aww. to chase her. She transforms into contemporary African-American um, heroines. So it's a delightful uh-huh. book. Um, we're hoping to work with her uh, to get this book into the hands of some television networks. Um, we'd really love to see this book on TV um, with yes. the, uh, Sanaya and her friends as they turn themselves into um, contemporary women and men who uh, are of backgrounds that aren't ordinarily seen on TV. So, uh, right, we really and I think it's so needed. That's so needed. They are. They really, really are. And my publishing company uh, does things like that. We really look at um, we really look at uh, writers who don't ordinarily have a voice, um, who are marginalized, and who really are sort of outside of the norm. We have some great uh, Caribbean and Puerto Rican. Uh, cooks who chefs who have a who have books coming out. Um, we have um, oh gosh, uh, some new poets, new fiction writers um, that we're working with. Uh, some extraordinary people that I'm just I'm really excited about. Um, Christian poets, uh, young gay and lesbian poets. Uh, mm-hmm. And again, as I said, you know, children's books and some cookbooks that will be coming out in addition to some memoirs. So, um, great things oh, happening. Oh wow! And we really work on educating authors and um, ensuring their economic success um, and mm-hmm. empowerment. That's really what I believe in because there have been some terrific people who have helped me along the way. Um, people like Lisa Seymour and Sharon Bridgeforth, um, Sherry Lyons from and Karis Books um, really were essential in in helping me in the beginning. Shay Menden, uh, Shay and Shay Youngblood, you know these were people who they sort of took me under their wing and said, "Listen, you know you can do this. 
Um, here's what you need to know. And I'm very, very grateful to them and to the people who continue to support me and my work. Um, they're too numerous to name, but there have been folks in Atlanta, in Boston, um, New York, and around the country who have given me shelter, who fed me, who, you know, traveled mm-hmm. with me. I'm just really blessed and blessed to have a tremendous family support as well. Um, I think that's essential for most writers. Exactly. And you know what? What I love what you're saying. A lot of people don't realize that, you know, and I, and I know Terry can say the same thing. People don't realize that to take it from the idea to the writing and then trying to get it published and then much less get it published, but to have your publisher really believe in you and help push the book out and not just, okay, yeah, let me help you write a book, but it's it's nothing at all um, that um, is pressing for you to help me to sell it. I think it's important for, um, I think it's so important for people to know that it takes a process and you have to make sure that you, you're following the process from beginning to end and picking the right publisher. Um, so I, I I love the fact that you're a writer. I love the fact that you are a publisher um, because it's important for people to hear from both sides. And, and a lot of people don't know how to do that. It is. And, you know, as I said, I've, I've been very fortunate to have a lot of help we made a lot of mistakes when we were starting King's Crossing Publishing. I continue to make mistakes even now, even today. Um, you know, I, I have my challenges in places where I falter and, and uh, you know, relationships fall apart, unfortunately. But I try to learn from those mistakes, apologize um, to those who, you know, who, I, who I'm not able to continue to work with. But um, you know, I'm really grateful to be able to move on and um, do right by the the authors that I do work with. It's hard, you know. There's a lot mm-hmm. that can mm-hmm. happen, and sometimes we go, you know, often they go very right, and occasionally they go wrong. Um, and so, you know, we just try to do the best that we can. What I do differently than um, most publishing companies is that rather than keeping the lion's share, which for most most publishers is anywhere between 85, 80 to 85% that goes to wow. the publishers, um, we keep 20. And so oh, we don't do it, you know, because we, we all that or anything. We do it because really um, we just want to have enough money to continue to be able to do this and educate authors, um, let them know, you know, what's out there, what's available, hope that they walk away from us with a good experience and a good education, um, or at least be able to point them in another direction if we're not able to help them. Um, and so far, so good. So, you that know, I'm so not going to money off of someone else. I have my work that I've been blessed to do, um, and that's what I do. So um, wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, we I know we have some callers. Let me let somebody know how they're going to be able to win. But I, don't go anywhere because I, I definitely want you to read. 
um, some of your greatest pieces and just what you want to do. But I want to have the callers that have called in um, have the opportunity to know. If you can tell us the name of, let me see, let me see. My producers in my face, y'all know when I get quiet, I'm listening and looking. It's just too much happening. Anyway, so we just <laughs> we just got the uh, the password for the free book giveaway. So we're gonna have the next caller that calls in give us the code, and we're gonna be able to give you those free books. So call back, and uh, we'll have you doing that. That's that's what happens when you have too many things going on at one time. But nevertheless, if you would decide on what you want to read for us, because I absolutely love to hear you speak. Number one, the first time I, I heard you was at a reading um, at an event, and I was just floored because I had met you outside of that. But then to see you transform into this creature of beauty speaking, beautiful words it was just like incredible um so if you go ahead and give us what you have for us for the evening we'll we'll tune back into our callers in a few minutes callers thank you so much for having a, a few minutes and to to work with us while we're we're listening and learning and and commercialing and all that other good stuff that we do here on the radio but please my dear bless us with your voice Okay, I actually am going to read something that isn't erotica, if that's okay with you. No, honey, you can read whatever it is that you do, because just you doing that is a blessing. Okay, and so this piece is called Penance. Um, can I, you know, I, I had a sister recently uh, write to me about the transition of her mother and, uh, you know, when we get in age, you know, we watch our parents become these other people. Um, first, they become other people when we have our children. And we're like, who are you, you know? But then they become, they really become these other people that we're concerned about. And we're concerned about their aging and we're concerned about their health and well-being. And for some of us, Unfortunately, we watch them slip away. And so this is penance. I sit on the edge of the bed, hands folded, feet flat on the floor, filling the uncomfortable silence with a smile wavering between insipid banter about the weather. It's warm. The child in the room next door. She's cute and the Valentine's card cut into four pieces to mark the pages of the book your feeble mind won't let you read. What do they say, you ask, each time genuinely wishing to know, and each time I stand and move toward you and methodically arrange the pieces of the old card so that you can read them instead of the book. And each time you ask me to read the illegible handwriting of the nuns who love you so dearly they have sent the card to their friend who can no longer read it or remember what it says when she is told. This is the dance of ours. You were not always this way. There was a time when you took care of everyone else. You remind me during our visit of how 
you instruct your brother to care for your mother. Go to the house and fix her lunch, I told him. He's a good brother, but he's a boy, and boys just don't know. You laugh. I laugh with you at the much-repeated joke and choke back the sorrow of knowing you really believe this happened today. And listen, as you struggle again with the card pieces I thought you had put away, it would have been 60 years ago, that conversation with your dead brother. I sit back down again. We were all children once, and in my lifetime I have been yours, cared for with a firm hand, unwavering in its form of love, sometimes harsh, often unforgiving, always unapologetic. It was your love, and you wielded it freely. I tell myself you did the best you knew how to do. Today, you are my child, and hard as it is sometimes, I cannot help but love you, want to hold you, kiss your forehead and smile as I repeatedly piece together the love offering of your friends. I know there is a lesson here, and I can't help but make that observation as I hold my tongue and await your return that I know is surely coming, even if that won't be today. Today, I am your visitor, nameless even as you recognize the face, maybe, I don't ask so you won't have to tell. I wait and hope you will recall and then grateful when you finally do. In those moments when our laughter is easy, I would gratefully accept any admonishment just to know it is you knowing it is me. I accept instead the quick, uneasy laugh upturned with the question mark as you reply to the music therapist, this is my daughter? And then... This is my daughter. Finally, you remember. We laugh and play and tease those who bear the burden of your frustration and anger, those who see you day in and day out slip further away from the truth, those who rescue you with music and movies and stories and coaxing, so much coaxing, trapped behind closed doors, literally and figuratively. I am grateful to them. It is not their mother at 93 with old memories predating my existence, predating the days when I was brought to you a teenage woman's child. It is not they who wistfully watched the disappearance of the frightening monster transformed into terrified child. It is not they who understand the irony of you outliving her whom I wanted most of all, the one whose embrace I longed for and whose love I was denied by you. I cringe at my own callousness, beg forgiveness for having and not being thoughtful enough, thankful enough, when I know Rosalie, my mother, and Lloyd, my father's children, would give their eye teeth for even one more hour. I take deep breaths and fight back tears as we walk. Take me back to my room now. It's time for you to go. I don't want to. I have you and you are here and I don't know if you'll ever be back, but I know life awaits me outside these brick walls holding you. Let's go hear the music, I urge. We walk, me coaxing you toward the therapy room. You begrudgingly acquiesce. We make it and I watch you accept the seat and instruments they offer, knowing 
you have already left me. Wow. Oh, my gosh. That is so... That's all I can say. We have two callers that are so ready to come in. Um, I wanted to just, you know, if I could snap, snap, fingers up, candles lit. You know, I'm over here doing the dance. Uh, But we do have two callers. That was so amazing. So amazing. Uh, um, We have two callers that have come in. I know one of the uh, giveaways, one of the calls is a giveaway, and then we do also have a spoken word poet right on the line as well. So we're going to let those callers come on in. Red Summer, I believe, is going to join us. And then we also have another caller that I believe has our code word. Caller, you're live. Hi, the code word is it high heels? You better go, girl. (laughs) Congratulations. Who are we speaking with? Hi, I will identify myself as C partner, but my real name is Jocelyn. (laughs) And I am Jocelyn. Yes, I am the biggest fan of T.J. Benton. I am his biggest fan. I'm just putting it out there. No one, no one has me beat. I am his biggest fan. I will support him <laughs> until the end. Oh, Thank you, child. That is awesome. That is awesome. You know you're going to have two signed copies. So you, your biggest, biggest uh, fan is on the line saying, you know, you just got to do more, do more, and never stop. You hear that, right? I hear, I got you, guys. <laughs> I want it all. I want it all so just, for years to come. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. I, I hate that I'm a, a newbie, but I'm always excited when I get to get in on the good stuff. So I'm excited with you. I can't wait to read um, full Monty of, of the stories and, and all of the shenanigans and stuff because he's good. I told you he had me at the, oh, my God, continue, continue. So congratulations to you. Don't don't get off the line. We definitely um, want to make sure that we get those to you. But we do have uh, Red Summer, I believe, is on, so we want to invite her in with us. Miss Summer, are you here? Hopefully we didn't lose. We lost her once. Hello, Miss Red. Okay, hopefully she'll come back in with us in a few minutes. But um, we are here on the Bear Truth Love, Life, Sex, and Flowers. Um, we're doing our summer, well, not even summer anymore. Now I guess I have to say we're doing our beginning of the fall um, editions of our show. We will be doing our regular scheduled show starting on the 30th, which is just next, next week. I couldn't wait, so I've been you know, begging the producer to please let me come back in because I have missed all of my listeners. And just having conversations like we do, if you notice our guests and our panelists that are that are on the show, we just have conversation. We don't do a whole lot of formatting because I feel like sometimes, yes, there are specific things that you want to ask and that you want to know and that you want to tell. But when you just have a conversation, I find that you get way more information People are way less nervous, 
and we just have a lot of fun. So, you know, we go with all of our mistakes and we go with our laughter. We have had some crack-ups on this show. I'm telling you, if it had been videoed, you would have it would have been bleeped out bloopers for days. So I really am honored to always have all of you that come onto the show and give us all of your good goods because even tonight, just the readings, just the stories, just how you got started and and things that you're doing is just always so fun. So I'm always really glad to have everybody on. So, But I think Red is back on with us now. Did that work? Yay! Can you hear me? I love, I love when, when, when technical Hi. difficulties are worked out and technology is yes. cool. Hi, Honeybone. Welcome to uh, all of the greats. We have the great authors and the great speakers on tonight's show. I'm so happy to have you on. Welcome. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. And, and look, producers over here talking about, hey, she's going to probably tune in in a few minutes. She's all smiles, so she's over here waving her hand, if you could see her. <laughs> she's talking about how red summer. So, Miss Summer, my dear, tell us a whole lot, a little bit about you. Like I put a whole that. lot, a little bit. Well, I was born by yeah. the river. <laughs> In <laughs> a little tent. <laughs> um, I love me I'm too, a, girl. Me too. Right. <laughs> I'm a poet from Chicago. Uh, mm-hmm. town. Yes. And I've been in Atlanta for almost five years now. And wow, um, it's been that long. Yeah, really enjoying being an artist full time. Mm-hmm. I I gifted a great myself the opportunity. I might add. Thank you. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. I gifted myself that opportunity five years ago, and I'm just really excited with what um, I've had to push myself to do because it's it's a little yeah. different uh, life when you get to write because you like it. When you get to write because you you know feel a particular way today, and when it's right. what you do, it changes. <laughs> like the the <laughs> It becomes your business, right? Your show becomes your mm-hmm. business. And mm-hmm. um, I've really been just enjoying what that has had to bring out of me, you know, as an artist mm-hmm. and, and as a as an adult, <laughs> you know, <laughs> looking at, um, at life. You know, you hear a lot about the starving artist. Well, I don't like starving. I like eating, so. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Being really creative. That's and, in an industry that's not really designed for poets, particularly, um, there's a lot of us who are uh, very well established as you know as it's possible right now, and we're still working, we're still humping, we're still like you know trying to you know even if you have a name established, keep it established, stay mm-hmm. relevant, and, and mm-hmm. still do that work. So yeah, I'm enjoying it. Wow. Yeah, a lot of people, and that's what we were saying, you know, to the other authors or about the other authors and to the audiences. A lot of people don't know. You know, they look at everybody, and I've always said this, they look at people who are finally published or people who are in the entertainment or athletes or whomever is out in the public view. Once you have it all done, you know, people look at you like you've arrived and you just made it here yesterday and, you know, it didn't mm-hmm. take a whole whole lot of sacrifice or work. 
you know, and they just right. think it, almost like comedians when they walk up and go, just tell me a joke. Well, dude, I have to, let me think about it. Let, let me just hold on a minute. Yeah. Let me put it together. Let me put the, you know, the pen to paper. Let me put the thought, the idea. Let me make it, yeah. you know, form let me do the work. something. <laughs> yeah, let me do mm-hmm. the work. So, you know, to hear everybody saying, okay, this is how I started. And, and, and now you're saying, yeah, this was fun, and it still is fun at times, but it is work as well. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us what are, the, what are some of the things that you have that are coming up? What are some of your new adventures or, or your old adventures becoming new to us? Yes, well, I've uh, diversified my portfolio a little bit. <laughs> my, um, I like the first diversifying. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. I got into poetry um, through theater, and so theater was mm-hmm. definitely my, my first love, and I, I became a, a spoken word artist <laughs> as a profession because I wanted to be able to to travel and do that work, you know, my poetry is, mm-hmm. is very theatrical. It's, it's storytelling. Um, but I right. didn't want to be bound by an audition or a, a gig or, you know, I got booked to do this particular thing. I wanted to be able to, you know, this is a DIY culture that we're in right now. So I wanted to right. be able to book right. my own shows, you know, go to the cities that I wanted to go to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. Spoken Word definitely gave me an opportunity to do that. Um Luckily, I was not uh, egotistical enough <laughs> to think that I could just uh, jump in it and just be good because it's me. You know, I, right, I took right. the time and I Which studied. Which some people do. I, I, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I took that time and I studied um, under some phenomenal uh, writers and artists, and I surrounded myself with uh, people who were doing what I wanted to do. And so mm-hmm. that was absolutely key. I watched a documentary about James Baldwin, and I saw that oh um, my God, all of the people that would come to his house if he threw a party, right? <laughs> it would be like Nina Simone, <laughs> like all the like really mm-hmm. dope people at the time. And just watching that, you're like, wow, like this is amazing. But I took it as okay, if I want to be an artist, then I have to befriend my contemporaries. Like, I have right. to know the people and, who are doing yes. the work that I want to do. And Girl, so can you say one more time because people don't believe in relationships. Yes. That process took almost as long as my career, like, getting started. You know, I studied. I looked at the the industry that we're in. I looked at publishing. I looked at writing. I looked at the spoken word artists. And then I saw that there was a a gap <laughs> or a niche that I mm-hmm. could fill, and I just got into that. Well, had I not taken that time to, to do that research, to do that work, <laughs> then I wouldn't have been prepared when the opportunity came. And so mm-hmm. that's been as much a part of my process as anything. Um, so with that, <laughs> I did have um, my background in theater, have a background in film, and I've been finding different ways to connect those together. Um, I'm also a historian and a document mm-hmm. documentarian. So I love that part like, I know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I love like writing about and recording stories of people who are not always celebrated. 
So, Lorite, um, Black History Time comes around. We know we're going to hear Martin and Rosa. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right? But then mm-hmm. I want us to talk about um, Miss Lucy, who was a slave on a plantation with a doctor. And right. he has been known as the father of gynecology because he practiced his medicine on Lucy. Right? Wow. And so mm-hmm. when we tell those kinds of stories, we honor ourselves, we honor our people and our past, and we also make mm-hmm. sure that they don't go forgotten. And so I've been able right. to connect all of those things together by, you know, telling those kinds of stories in my work, um, talking about the young people uh, from my city who are dying every day. Mm, Every girl. single day. And that's a, that's a whole show by itself, just a long show by itself. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, a lot of the artists from Chicago, like we, you know, we, we say it as a joke, but, like, we, we feel like we're refugees in the cities that we're right. living in now. Yes. You know, that we yes. had to flee from the violence. You know, it's the same thing. It's just, it's, you know, and yes. so we owe that our respect. We owe that our our words. You know, it's the responsibility mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. poet to tell the stories of the people. And so that's definitely what I've been doing. And so I have a documentary on the I I to back up a little bit. The assignment was to record the story of a marginalized community. So a community uh-huh. of people that nobody is talking about. And so I picked Muslim lesbian women in Atlanta. Girl, and you did that. You girl, you just gave me chills because you already know that's just an oxymoron in itself, right there. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and so, if there is anybody more marginalized, please find me because I will tell your story. <laughs> um, but I was able to find um, five to eight beautiful, amazing, like crazy, wonderful women in Atlanta who were willing to risk it all. And when I say that, I don't right. say that like at all because no, we are talking no, about not, like yeah. the, visit, the possibility of visibility could mean your life, right? Mm-hmm. And these mm-hmm. women said that we are so tired of our stories not being told that we are willing to take the chance to be outed in the communities, to be, you know, to be an example for people who are suffering in silence. And so that's the project that I'm uh, promoting the most (laughs) right now and and touring with. And, you know, it's funny, as I was getting out Nisa out and, and setting up the tour dates, I was saying, like, man, I should do some poetry shows in all of the cities that I'm going to. Like, I miss that. <laughs> I mean, hello. <laughs> right. Hello. Because I want to be focused. I want to treat yeah. each project well, right? So when I'm going on a mm-hmm. tour for Raw Sugar, I want it to be about that work, about survivor right. sexual assault, about the treatment of women mm-hmm. in the world and, and do that. Yes. And I wanted to give Alnisa that same respect, but I miss it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's that interaction. Yeah, but can't you, I I think, to to me, I thought what you just said was a great idea because I 
I would see it as you are being focused. If you took that same message for a late night or at, at some point where you could put that in to still tell that story maybe in a setting where somebody didn't come out to hear about it. Yeah. And still share it. So it may be something you might want to think of. Now, you know, of course, I'm being cued over here because we got sponsors, we got commercials, but I do want to know, are you gracing us in the last 18 minutes with that spoken word that's been wrapped up in your body that you've just been waiting to get on the show to say? I'm just sure, you want to take the break first, or you want me to pick something? Let's out? take the break, and then we'll come back and let you just let that burning fire right out. All right, so let's no just problem. hang on one second. We'll be right back. Live to Our Mouth Radio. We want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. If you're on Facebook, if you're on Loud Mouth online on Facebook, please post your comments as you're listening to our show tonight. If you're on Twitter or Instagram, please Tweet us at Loudmouth, L-O-U-D-D-M-O-U-T-H. And if you're on Instagram, post some pictures of what you're doing while you're listening to the show. We don't care. We like it. <laughs> we want to thank uh, our actual guests tonight, author Terry Benton, author R.L. Young, and the beautiful poet and actress Red Summer. And we also want to thank our listener, Jocelyn, for winning the actual two-book giveaway from Arthur Benton. Um, we want to make sure that um, our listeners are in tune to get opportunities. We're also going to do a giveaway in the last 15 minutes of the show for two tickets to the Loud Mouth Comedy Show, October 10th in Atlanta at the 444 Theater. So in order to win those, you'll need to call in at 347-826-7520 while we're online live. I said that kind of fast. I'm going to repeat that, 347-826-7520. And we want to thank our sponsors, uh, Bright Car Spa, of Atlanta, as well as AutoAmazingAutos.com. That's you, Jen. Okay. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I just want to um, make sure that we know that we're on with Robin G. White, and she publishes R.L. Young's children's books. So we want to make sure we always are correct in, in what we're saying and what we're doing. Um, go ahead, Miss Fireholder, in her breath and in her belly. <laughs> give it to us. Give it to us good. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, This is, I just opened the book, and what jumped out to me is what I am inspired to share. Um, This was a poem that I did as a project with my students to um, help them to get over writer's block, (laughs) Mm -hmm. because we can write easily about things that we love, and so this is called my least favorite subject. (laughs) (laughs) I always come to you a fraction of myself, squarely rooted in the lowest common denominator. I know you'd prefer a piece of my pie, infinite integers extending endlessly, giving you an opportunity to ponder the probability, analyze my amplitude. But whenever I am in your area, I concave. Make sure my angles are acute. Retreat to the radius and wait for you to realize my range. Meet me in the median. Don't be mean, baby. Converge with me and see that the depth of my dimension is not found in the length of my line or the extremity of my exponents. I am an independent variable. My fractions are sometimes improper. I don't claim to have the formula, but I do have the fundamentals, and I will always be vertical with you. The remainder is relative. Mm. 
I just want a chance to be real and whole with you. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> wow. I oh hold on, let me snap. Let me snap. Let me get a candle. Let me get a lighter. O M G G. Oh my God. Yeah. That was fantastic. That was, thank, thank you guys you. so much for being on the show and giving us your heart and giving us your passions. Wanna start going Backwards, so Summer, we're going to start with you. Tell us how we can get in touch with you, um, how we can book you, how we can find your documentary, or just follow you so that our listeners can know. Yes, I am on all of the social media. <laughs> uh, my <laughs> agent here <laughs> make sure that I am everywhere you are. <laughs> so it's another Red <laughs> Summer or Red Summer on um, Facebook, on Twitter, uh, Red Summer Love is the page that you actually can get on because everybody has blocked out the first page. So we have I mean, fan. really, I'm just a fan. <laughs> <laughs> that is, like, absolutely beautiful that we get to grow like that. And, yeah, yeah. Instagram everywhere. You want to find me? I'm out there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, fantastic. We definitely want people to follow you. You're very talented. I love the fact Thank that you're you. passionate and not allowing our heritage to die is extremely important and definitely just all of your social activism, which is, you know, my baby. So I really appreciate you. Yeah. We want to definitely have you back on the show. Any any Anytime you're doing something you want to talk about, just, you know, call us and say, hey, you need to be on tonight. No problem. We'll get you out of here. So thank <laughs> you much. We appreciate it. And we want to ask Miss Robin if she will tell us how to get in touch with you and what you're doing so we can follow you as well. Uh, you can keep up with me on Facebook at Robin G. White, um, on Twitter at Ready for Anything, and that's R-E-D for Anything. Um, and you can email me at Robin gwhite at gmail.com and catch up with me at sunsetpointpress.com or robingwhite.com um, yeah that's that's it uh, coming up I believe I'm going to be at an event on October 3rd with Karis Books um, for oh, Pride Weekend I love um, and there will be additional events um you know, just keep up everything. Everything shows up eventually on Facebook. That's really the best way uh, to keep up with me, to keep up with my work. Okay. Um, my poetry is is always there, um, as well as affirmations. The new book, Omphaloskepsis, will be out later on this fall. And Omphaloskepsis, um, that's O M P H A L O S. K-E-P-S-I-S. It means navel-gazing um, in ancient Greek. And uh, okay. you can find me at Omphaloskepsis by Bobby.blogspot.com. Fantastic. And I know I think we have some of your information posted, too, so we'll we'll post everybody's information up to, to help everybody follow along. I know your work is amazing. And we really awesome. appreciate and I, all I that wanted you to say do. Red, Red Summer, eventually we're going to catch up with each other now that we're in the same city. 
I look forward to seeing you, Sister. You were one of my favorite poets for a very, very long time, and I'm so glad that you're out there and doing what you do. I'm so proud. I've watched your career for years grow and blossom. You're amazing, and I'm just so excited that we're finally in the same city. Oh, I love it. She she just disconnected, but I know she, she heard the majority of that. But the good thing about our show, we're archivable. You can find us usually about 15 to 20 minutes after the show goes off. We are able to listen to this um, podcast, so she will definitely hear that. Thank you so much, Robin, for being on the show. Love you much. And so, Terry, you, if you're you. still with us, which I hope you are, my love, you can give us your I information am. and tell everybody how to get in touch with you. Because I mean, when, let me just first of all say, baby, when I say your followers are deep, they are blowing us up, <laughs> <laughs> which I love. This is wonderful. This is so, I love it. I absolutely love it. So tell everybody how we can get in touch with you and how we can get your book. Okay, you can connect with me on Facebook um, at my author page, facebook.com forward slash TJ Benton Books. And um, you can connect with me on Twitter at TJ Benton Books. And um, you can also navigate to my website, which is www.tjbenton.com. And actually, you can catch the official trailer for Stiletto Mafia as well as um, mm. read an excerpt of the first two chapters. And both Prelude to an Empire and Stiletto Mafia are available on Amazon.com. Just search Prelude to an Empire or you can search Stiletto Mafia or Terry J. Benton and both titles will pop up. I so feel love free to connect it. with me. I love talking to my readers about books. Like, let me know what you like. Let me know what you didn't like. So I, I love having conversations with my readers. So I definitely incorporate all the suggestions and everything you guys say into my work. So feel free to reach out to me. I, I appreciate it. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. I can't wait to bury my face in your book so that I can be, you know, one of your new groupies. This is amazing. <laughs> this is absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for being on the show. Now, what we need everybody to do is call everybody you know. Not everybody, but, you know, put it out there because we're getting ready to give away two tickets to the Relax and Laugh Thursday on October 10th that's coming up that our producer, Sonny, is is bringing us one of the best bands of Atlanta. They have performed for Maxwell. Who else have they performed for? Cameo. Several, several, I mean, these guys do jazz. They do R&B. They are incredible. If you miss this, I feel so sorry for you because it's just like a must. But also, it's going to be comedians, and so we're going to let her tell you about it. But go ahead and let everybody know to call in because they're not going to be able to get this unless they call in. That's two tickets. Mind you, they are worth how much, Sunny? We want to thank our listeners for tuning in to Loudmouth Radio for the evening. It is an awesome evening. We want to thank all of our guests. And as Jazzy just shared with us, October 10th, live at the 444 Theater and 444 North Highland Avenue Northeast in Atlanta, Georgia. We're presenting Sunny's Loudmouth Comedy Presents Relax and Laugh Thursdays with your host, Ms. Wall Street, that has actually been a featured host and comedian for Bruce Bruce. And our headliner for the night, Terry Moore, 
who's just coming off tour with Sinbad, as well as Mr. Dexter Tucker, the brother of Chris Tucker, will be in the house, as well as Lil Step, who has legally have been released from this work release program. We, we're going to give her some opportunity to have time. We're just kidding. No, she's actually a great comedian. <laughs> but we want to thank everybody for listening in, and we want you to make sure you're able to connect with us online in regards to this event. And you can find out more info on Loudmouth, Relax, and Laugh Thursdays, .eventbrite.com. And we'll have the information on our Loudmouth radio site. And for all of those who are listening in to this show, in order to win these tickets, you'll have to listen to this show tonight and contact us with a keyword that was given to give away the books. So that means you have to listen to this show and archive it to know what that keyword was of the night. Because um, at this point, we're only a few minutes left in our actual um broadcast, and we want to make sure that you're listening to our show. So if you heard the show tonight and you actually was listening in, author Terry Benton gave away two books, and there was a keyword that was given during the broadcast. So we want to hope that you listen to the show and get that opportunity, unless you call in within the next five minutes. But we want to make sure that you get away, get an opportunity to get those two tickets for the event on October 10th, Thursday night, starting at 7 p.m. And we want to thank our listeners, and I'm going to give it back to Jazzy. OMG. Didn't she sound like she was doing a commercial? <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Guys, you know we have a, a great time on the show. I want to mention really quickly because I, I came into the front part of the show telling you, you know, some things that we're doing. I also wanted to let you know that there is a documentary that I actually got a chance to be a part of that is going to be this Saturday. Um, this is a documentary that was written by Sue Ryerson called I'm Not Crazy. And it is absolutely fantastic, if I do say so myself. It taps into the truth about bipolar disorder from the inside out, not just the doctors telling you what bipolar disorder um, livers um deal with. So it's really, really fascinating. I think you would enjoy it. The tickets are only $10, and it's actually going to be at the New Dawn Theater Company, and that is out in Duluth, Georgia. But you can get tickets if you go to, uh, let's see, let me find it. It's www.newdawntheatercompany.com. Or you can call 678-887-5015. So nevertheless, hopefully I will see you there. It's going to start at 7 o'clock, I believe. No, I'm sorry, 8 o'clock. Okay, so it starts at 8 o'clock. Look at that. I have to be there early, so I'm trying to get you all there early with me. But it's going to start at 8 o'clock. After the uh, documentary, it's going to be question and answer. We're going to post that information along with all of the other stuff that we have coming up, the Relax and Laugh Thursday, this documentary, I'm Not Crazy, and then the wedding expo, the Bearheads Wedding Expo that's coming up next year. We'll start a contest, and so we're going to send you all of that information. It has been a blast being on here with you. Those that could not get in on the uh, giveaway, just remember the code, and if you don't know the code, Archive the show, listen, and then what did you tell them to do? Email, text, Facebook, 
363-3895. That's our office numbers. Also, if you're interested in an advertisement, we are here for you. We can come and do online locations. Um, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook. You can Instagram us. We are all over as well. Loudmouth, when you look for us, is Loudmouth with two Ds. So that's L-O-U-D-D, mouthradio.com. Thank you guys so much um, for joining us. Make sure to tune in next week when we start our regular season of shows. And on Monday nights we do have Roderick Watkins, my brother who I have missed, Monday nights with the Universal Mind. And then Tuesday nights we have my show, The Bear Truth, Love, Life, Sex, and Flowers. We have some new shows that are going to be coming up, and our producer is going to be telling you more about those. Um, but we are scheduled for next week. Now, guys, next week is going to be a controversial show for me. So tune in because we're going to be talking about our atheist beliefs. And uh, I want everybody to call in because we want to have a respectful conversation of difference. So that's going to be a very interesting show. And the following week after that, we're going to have our kids on the show telling us what they think about life. Love, sex, and flowers. So from four years old all the way up to 25, we're going to be talking to our young adults and kids. So thank you much. You guys have a wonderful, safe, and blessed evening. Mm-hmm.